the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time for the Your Personal Bank Show with Barrett's Toe, financial literacy educator and speaker, entrepreneur, and chairman of the board of a bank in formation. Take charge of your financial future with Your Personal Bank. Now here's Ferentz Toe. Welcome to the Your Personal Bank Show. I think today we're going to take a little bit of break from politics. And I think the reason is, is it's gotten really dark recently. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, uh, just listen to a couple of uh, Biden's recent speeches, the most recent one, for example, that he shared on Labor Day, um, where he's attacking MAGA Republicans for being threats to the democracy and many other negative things. And I don't know about you, but I find it an incredible turnoff. I think uh, I, I think a politician should be more about what what is it what is their plan what is the, what are they going to do for us i mean for for gosh sake there are representatives okay they're supposed to be at least um i i i much rather hear more about what are they going to do for me rather than attacking the other guy and i i hope i they do it because obviously it works otherwise they wouldn't do it right i just hope and pray that this time it just backfires on them massively because they've been, a, Biden in particular, Democrats have been really, really attacking recently. And I hope people get fed up and tired of it and say enough's enough and just vote the, vote the bums out, right? Uh, get, you know, get rid of those people that, you know, if 75% of Americans think the country's headed in the wrong direction and there are many, many polls have been saying that, for gosh sake, wake up for a minute, pay attention and listen. You know what I mean? Dude, your administration's going the wrong direction. The people are telling and you're just not listening. And if somebody doesn't agree with you, that doesn't make them a threat to, to a democracy or an enemy. It means they don't agree with your ideas. Your ideas are wrong. You are wrong. How, I mean, how hard is that to figure out? Rather, but they don't do that. They decide to attack the other side because they don't agree, or the majority don't agree with their ideas. Anyway, that's that's my little rant on that for a for a, mo a few couple of minutes. What I really want to focus on more is a lot of the economic things that are going on because there is a lot of stuff going on economically that's really valuable and very important. I think for people to understand, and like I've been saying for a while now, how do we navigate this economic chaos we're in? I mean, we're in 40-year highs of inflation. We have rapidly increasing interest rates, and I think that's one of the biggest things we need to understand and deal with right now. See, for the last decade plus, one of the comments that you always would hear from people that invested in Wall Street and things like that, they would always say, don't fight the Fed. and it made a lot of sense because the Fed was, you know, giving us easy monetary policy, really low interest rates, cheap money, uh, access, easy access to lots of, uh, of funds so businesses could expand, grow, 
uh, easily. Real estate uh, values were, were going up through the roof in a lot of times, a lot of places. And it's because of uh, extraordinarily low interest rates, easy money, easy monetary policy. And when, uh, when the Wall Street would say, or investors would say, don't fight the Fed, they were right, because the Federal Reserve is, is really like the 800-pound gorilla in the room, if you know what I mean. And they are going to not control, but certainly impact or influence significantly our economic situation, investments, and all those kinds of things. So to ignore the Fed is to do so at your own peril. So it's really important to understand where the Federal Reserve is at, where they're going, and what they plan to do. And if you, unless you've been under a rock, you know that they have been raising interest rates rapidly. Oh, you know, the, several times this year already. And it appears they're going to continue to do so and hold those rates for quite some time. And that's why we've seen recent, you know, it's no secret, the stock market has been, uh, has been really rough in 2022. Uh, the first six months, for example, of 2022 were the worst first six months of any stock market since 1950. That's a fact. That's a statistical fact. So you're talking about the worst stock, first half of the year for the stock market in over 70 years, okay? Well, folks, it looks like it's going to get uglier before it gets better. And I'm going to share with you some reasons why. And I, I, there's an article that I read that I think really, I always like to cut through the noise, if you know what I'm saying. It does a really good job and something I've never seen, I haven't seen anywhere else. So through Investors Business Daily, we're going to post this on our website at yourpersonalbank.com, uh, this particular article, because uh, I think it really addresses some issues and, and helps folks understand maybe a little bit more, again, where the Fed is at, what they're thinking, where they're likely to head, and why. And I'm going to tie the Your Personal Bank into all this, because if you haven't considered it seriously, or maybe you did at some point previously, folks, it's getting more and more viable. I mean, it's always been a good thing, but it's getting more and more viable as a investment alternative, or frankly, for some people becoming uh, their primary uh, financial tool. And it's going to grow and be stronger as we go forward, particularly with higher interest rate environment that it looks like we're going to be dealing with for at least the next several years. Yes, you heard me say that. You know, we we were told by our Federal Reserve Chair and, and our uh, Janet Yellen, the Treasury Secretary, and others that inflation was transitory. They were trying to tell us that last year. I, I, I emphatically, emphatically uh, disagreed strongly with that. So did many other economists and financial experts. It wasn't rocket science, folks. Okay. But let me go back for a minute. Let me take a couple of minutes here. For those of you that maybe are new to the program or haven't fully understood how the personal bank concept works, why this is so important. And then I'm going to tie it in with, again, what the Fed is doing and how it's going to affect just about every asset class out there. Okay. So your personal bank is really, it's very simple. It's a two-step process. It's not complicated, folks. What we do is we set up a high cash value policy. 
and we have companies that are paying dividends right now at five, seven, five to six percent dividends currently. And that is after a 12 year period of having the lowest interest rate environment in the history of our country. That's a literal statistical fact. Okay. So from a financial return standpoint, these companies, the dividends that they pay are highly, highly um, aligned with interest rates. They're highly influenced by interest rate uh, because they, because insurance companies invest a lot in bonds and things like that, which are very interest rate sensitive. So literally, these companies have come through the worst decade or so in terms of returns, financial returns in their history. And these companies that I deal with, all of them have been around for over 100 years, some of them as long as 170 years, okay? The fact that they're still paying 575 to 6%, even after an incredibly low interest rate environment, is remarkable. I mean, to put things in perspective, what kind of interest were you getting at the bank on a CD or bank investments or savings or checking? Next to nothing in many cases, right? So you were talking about interest rate sensitive assets, things that were guaranteed, had tax benefits, all that. They, for the past decade, have had extremely, extremely low rates of return. Yet, these companies are still able to pay dividends, like I said, in that upper 5 6% range. That is truly impressive. Now, every company I've talked to, they're all saying the same thing. Dividends are going up. Why? It's quite simple. With rising interest rates, again, dividends are highly, highly interest rate sensitive. The Federal Reserve has nearly doubled rates already in just the past few months. Let me put, let me give you a couple examples to, to help you understand. If you we're, you know, if you were looking at a 30-year fixed mortgage early in 2022, you could get one in the 3%, even high 2% range. Today, that same mortgage, that for, that's when, for somebody with really good credit, that same 30-year fixed mortgage is six, six and a half now. Folks, that's double. Why? Well, as recent as March of 2022, the prime rate, was 3.25. Now, if you don't know what prime rate is, it's the Wall Street Journal prime rate. It's adjusts monthly. And it's basically considered the rate that is the best rate an individual borrower can borrow money at. And the prime rate was three and a quarter in March of 2022, like I stated. And you could get a 30-year fixed mortgage right around 3%. So they're highly tied together, is what I'm saying. Now, today, as we speak, this is now September, okay, of 2022, the prime is 5.5% and is likely to go higher soon. Again, I told you 30-year fixed mortgages right now are 6, 6.5 with good credit. Why? Again, it's based on the prime, one, and where the Banks anticipate rates are going. In other words, the 30-year fixed mortgage is slightly higher right now than prime because, well, pretty much everyone knows the Federal Reserve is going to raise rates in the future. Why? Because the Fed has told us they're going to, okay? It's not complicated, all right?
So with dividends, or I should say with in interest rates increasing strongly, strongly, I mean, and quickly, rapidly, this is fast, folks. This is way, way faster than, than what typically happens. I mean, the Federal Reserve normally raises rates or lowers rates a quarter of a point at a time. We've had three three-quarter rate interest rate moves increases this year already. We'll probably have more, okay? So this is aggressive. This is fast. This is rapid. Now, I'm going to encourage you to stay tuned in the next segment because I'm going to talk more about and share more of this article about why the Federal Reserve is raising rates so rapidly, so aggressively, and talking about doing more, and not only that, keeping them there for a while, okay? So I'm going to really encourage you to stay tuned on this. Of course, you can always contact me at yourpersonalbank.com for more information. But what I want you to understand is your personal bank dividends are at the lowest they've been, well, in, in decades and decades and are, are on the rise. So this is something that's, you know, buy low, sell high, right? This has been on the low end and is increasing. We are likely going to see increasing dividends for the next several years. Okay, so that's what the situation we're looking at. I'm going to share more about that and what kind of dividends we should be expecting to see soon in the next segment. So stay tuned. Don't miss it. And like I said, contact me for more information at yourpersonalbank.com. For more information on your personal bank, feel free to contact Ference at yourpersonalbank.com. Back to the Your Personal Bank Show with Ference Toth. Welcome back to the Your Personal Bank Show. And like I said, if you're looking for a political discussion today, as I stated in the first segment, taking a little break from it because things have gotten really dark. And like I said, if you don't know what I'm talking about, just go and listen to the last couple of the last uh, most recent Biden uh, speeches and you'll know what I'm talking about. He's basically, well, he's attacking, in my opinion, half of America. Uh, for not agreeing with them, calling them threats to democracy and other stuff. And I, I just find it really ugly. I find it a turnoff. I hope most people do too. And for anyone that supports or encourages this kind of behavior, these kinds of actions, instead of, sh instead of sharing with us what you plan to do, you want to attack the other guy or gal, you know, you should just be voted out, in my opinion. Uh, you're supposed to be representing us. Let us know what you're going to do. And if, you're, if your plan's better, then share why. And if we like it, we'll support it. And if not, we'll support the other person. That's called democracy. And, uh, you know, if 75% of Americans think what uh, the country's heading the wrong direction, you know, wake up and smell the coffee, dude. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, I want to go back to, like I said, the economic stuff and the Federal Reserve. So much stuff is going on there. We really need to address this. And also how this affects your personal bank and how it affects your finances investments, assets, everything. And like I said in the first segment, that, you know, the common, uh, a very common statement was, you know, when investing in the markets and stuff is don't fight the Fed. And they're right. The Fed's for the past decade plus was uh, generating very, very easy monetary policy, low interest rate environment, easy money built, you know, grow your business, uh, cause, you know, real estate values to skyrocket, all of those things. Because again, low interest rate, easy monetary policy. Folks, those days are over, and they're over fast, and the Fed is aggressively, aggressively increasing interest rates. They basically, well, let's put it this way, they have doubled the rates 
in the last few months. And it looks to me that they're going to continue strongly increasing. And and here's the most most important part. Why why the stock market recently took another drop down is they're planning to keep them there a while. Okay, and there's several reasons why. I'm going to get into those. I promise. But before I do, as I was sharing in the last segment, your personal bank, the dividends that you earn are highly interest rate sensitive. That's why it's so important to understand where things are going. And dividends with these, we've set up a high cash value policy, of course, to receive earn dividends. Grow our money. It's really quite simple. Okay. And the company's been paying five, seven, five, six percent still today, even with the extremely, extremely low interest rate environment that we've been dealing with for the past decade plus. All the companies have come out and have said, we're raising rates, okay? They give you an idea. We don't know because they they announce them annually. Well, let me give you a couple of ideas. First of all, the CFOs of one of the companies I was talking to not long ago mentioned that at the beginning of 2022, the bonds that they were purchasing, which was the bulk of their portfolio, which is the bulk of any insurance company's portfolio, they were getting 2% on their bonds. As soon as the Fed rate, now, by the way, these companies make money on other ways too. You know, they're, they're venture capitalists. They do that kind of stuff also. But a bulk of their portfolio is bonds. And that's why it's so highly interest rate sensitive. They were getting 2%, like I said, at the beginning of the year 2022. As soon as the Fed announced they were going to raise rates, they hadn't raised them yet. As soon as they announced it, the CFO said, we started getting 4%. In other words, doubling the returns on their portfolios just on the announcement that the Fed was raising rates. Of course, the Fed has raised rates several times since aggressively, and it looks like it continues to do so. We should see some pretty strong and rapid increases in dividends as we move forward for the next several years, folks, not just one or once or twice. To give you an idea, if we move to a normal interest rate environment, which we're quickly getting there, we're going to be there very soon. The rates, the dividends were 7 8%. That was the norm. That's what the companies were paying on a regular, normal basis. If we get to a higher than interest rate, higher than average interest rate situation, which is looking increasingly likely. And again, this is not me saying this. This is stuff coming directly from the Federal Reserve. If we go... If we go to a higher than average interest rate environment to tame inflation, you know, dividends were double digits, okay? I don't know what's going to happen. I can't predict I can't predict exactly what's going to happen, but I can give you an idea what's going to happen. Dividend rates are going up, okay? And they're going to be going up for a number of years. Now, the other side of it, that's the other thing, the other key point to understand about the personal bank concept. First step was we set up a high cash value policy to earn dividends. Dividends are going up, folks. That's good. That's great news. So insured, guaranteed, tax-free dividends are going up in returns as we go forward for the next several years at least. And how aggressive? It's getting more and more increasingly aggressively going up. Now, on the other side, we, we usually access funds. When you access funds to use them to pay bills, to reduce your cost of borrowing, or use it to invest in other things to increase your rate of return. All these things you can do with your personal bank. Okay, we deal with a positive arbitrage. And what I mean by that is the cost of borrowing, accessing the funds is less than what you're earning. 
Now, if you're borrowing from a bank, like I've talked about for years, you've listened to this show, you know I've talked about accessing funds from the banks because the rates the banks were charging were between 3 and 4%. Again, folks, all that has changed. The rates from the banks is now 45 to 5.5% and quickly rising. The dividends are 575 to 6% and also rising. But here's the good news. Here's the awesome news. We have locked in, through one of the companies, 4% borrowing rate for the next several years. Folks, if you're earning 6% dividends, I think that's super conservative Next, starting next year. And it costs you 4% to access the funds. What's going on? You're keeping the difference. You're keeping the 2%. And what did you do with the money? Did you invest it in something else? Taking advantage of an opportunity you saw? Because, hey, that's the other thing about recessions. And don't let anyone kid you. We are in a recession. We're officially in a recession. We've had two quarters of negative GDP. That's defined as a recession. We are in one. And it looks like we're going to be, it might continue for a while. Here's the thing. Recessions create opportunities. The prices of assets in recessions typically go down. We're starting to see that with real estate. Again, why? Increasing interest rates increases the cost of borrowing money to purchase a house, for example. So the mortgage cost goes up. And when you double the cost of interest, which has happened already, you add a significant increase in the monthly payment, which means the average person can afford less, which therefore then causes prices to decline. We're already seeing prices peaking and in many places starting to go down. I believe, this is my opinion, and a lot of experts and that we're looking at, I'm reading and stuff, that 2023 is going to be a tough year for real estate. And a lot of them are also saying 2024, too. So very likely opportunities to purchase real estate at, at uh, discounted prices, let's just say that, certainly less than what we're looking at now, are very favorable. Give me, let me give you a few more things on that. Oh, I can't. We're coming up in a hard break. I've got to stop. Stay tuned in the next segment, and I'll share with you some more very valuable information on real estate. So don't miss it. For more information on your personal bank, feel free to contact Ference at yourpersonalbank.com. Back to the Your Personal Bank Show with Ference Toth. Welcome back to the Your Personal Bank Show, and I got cut off on a hard break there. Apologize. So I was sharing in the last segment about how recessions create opportunities and the price of assets, whether it's a stock or a piece of real estate or anything else for that matter, often declines. And then once the decline stops, so to speak, it's hard to pick judge or where the bottom is, but uh, you know, you can pick up assets at a discounted price. Now, if, Someone, say, was more or less fully invested, whether it's the stock market or real estate or whatever, uh, cryptocurrency, precious metals, you name it, and then the and then the prices drop and you ride the roller coaster down and you don't have 
much in the way of dry powder is the term they like to put, or ready available cash to take it. You can't really take advantage of those discounted prices, can you? Now, I know there's stuff out there called dollar cost averaging and all that. But, you know, I'll tell you what, I don't think it's rocket science to see this year the stock market's been rough. I don't think it takes uh, rocket science to see that real estate is is has stopped going up for the most part and is already on the way, starting going down. Uh, cryptocurrencies, my gosh, that was uh, really rough, right, if anybody's involved with that. In other words, you know, it's your money. Do what you want. But what I'm saying is if you pay a little attention to what the experts are saying, okay, and the economists are saying and what's going on, and what the Federal Reserve is what I've been talking about before, and we can get back to that, it, you know, they're the Federal Reserve is talking about pushing the economy into recession now actively, okay? <clears throat> Does it make sense? To keep buying stuff on the way down or does it make more sense to have some dry powder have some funds set away in a different bucket if you will not subject to the risks of of the various markets your personal bank obviously is one of those where you have high liquidity gosh folks you can have 85 percent liquidity day one all right <clears throat> earn five oh six percent dividends or so Remember, dividends are going up, and then pull the trigger when it makes sense. When it feels like things maybe are starting to get better instead of worse all the time. You know what I'm trying to say? I mean, real wealth is often developed during re recessions, okay? Because people at that point taking advantage of opportunities. That's, that's what I'm trying to say here. That's what I'm trying to help you understand. And like I said... On top of all that, if you put the money into a personal bank policy to earn dividends, it's guaranteed, it's insured, it's tax-free, it ain't going nowhere, right? And you've got access, like I said, 85% of it or more day one. Look, you can pull the trigger, and then when you do, probably pick up 2 or 3% positive arbitrage, which means you're keeping 2 or 3% more money over and above whatever it is you're invested in. You've increased your rate of return. And the fact that we've locked in 4% borrowing rate money for the next several years, folks, that's game-changing. That is massively huge. Because as one of my real estate investors talked about, I'm going to get back to this now. Big ones. Huge one, Huge real estate investor. He goes, parents, you got the cheapest money in town. Now, I said, I know. So contact me at toll-free 866-268-4422 or yourpersonalbank.com for more info. The other reason why I believe that real estate is going to see a rough time going forward into 2023 and beyond potentially, as many experts are saying, one of the big causes, in addition, the Federal Reserve, the easy monetary policy, no question, uh, the low interest rate environment allowed real estate prices to go up. No question. The other thing, other big factor was institutional investors buying single-family homes as long-term rentals. And BlackRock was one of the largest. There's many others, Fidelity and others, were buying billions and billions of dollars of real estate around the country, folks. And they're, that's causing the lots of buyers, right? Economics 101, <laughs> right? 
causes the prices to go up. Well, guess what? BlackRock has announced they're going to stop buying in a number of markets in September and a bunch more in October. Something like the top 50 markets in the country, they're not buying anymore. Many of the other big institutional investors are doing the same thing or already have. And the smaller investors will are likely have already done so or will follow. In other words, the investor market is pulling out rapidly or already has from real estate, particularly single family homes where they once were. What's that going to do to prices? Now, I understand there's still a demand out there, but when you have a recession and you have high inflation, those, those are definitely factors that are going to have an impact. Contact me at toll-free, 866-268-4422 or yourpersonalbank.com for more information. Again, it's 866-268-4422. I'm going to finish up here in the last segment about some last thoughts on the Federal Reserve, what they're doing, and where they're going, and why. For more information on your personal bank, feel free to contact Ference at yourpersonalbank.com. Back to the Your Personal Bank Show with Ference Toth. Welcome back to the Your Personal Bank Show. And we have really been discussing a lot today about the Federal Reserve. Don't fight the Fed. What they're doing, why they're doing it, where they're headed. And I just love this one statement. I just can't, I can't pass it up. Uh, Biden says his spending agenda took America from an economic crisis to an economic recovery. Now, folks, if you believe that, I have some oceanfront property in Arizona to sell you. So you should contact me. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, the Federal Reserve isn't saying the same thing. And, and this is what's interesting, what's going on here. So, again, as you know, Federal Reserve for the past decade plus has, ha has had extraordinarily low interest rates, easy monetary policy. Uh, in fact, when uh, COVID happened, they, of course, even started buying billions of dollars, like $120 billion a month, I believe, of of uh, bonds, which support the stock market, and mortgage-backed securities, which supports the uh, real estate markets. Um, earlier this year, that stopped, and they are now talking about uh, selling those assets sometime starting this fall. This is the fall of 2022. So not only is the Federal Reserve aggressively raising interest rates to try to attack or tame inflation. But they're also looking at selling some of the assets they have on their portfolio. What do you think that's, they're the 800 pound gorilla in the room, folks. Remember, don't fight the Fed. What do you think that's gonna to do to asset prices? It's going to have a negative effect. But here's the other big thing, to, which has really cooled the jets, if you will, on the stock market in particular, recently. See, the Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell has, has signaled that they're they're willing they're they're going to take a much more aggressive stance and now willing to put the economy into recession. In fact, it looks like they're going to. And the reasoning behind it is there's the twin goals. Understand this. The twin goals of the Fed is to keep inflation at about 2% annually and to keep unemployment at a reasonably low level. Now, the problem they've got going on here is both are out of control. In other words, inflation is at 40-year highs, 
and unemployment is at 40 year lows. And the two normally don't go together, okay? Normally when you have a recession, a slowdown in the economy, you also have less jobs, usually have higher in unemployment. But it but appears there's a bigger structural problem going on. And this article I'm referring to is from the uh, Investor, uh, <clears throat> Investor Business Daily. And this is one of the best articles I've seen in a while on this. And the title of the article is Recession Warning, Buckle Up for Fed's Hard Landing for U.S. Economy and Dow Jones. And what they're talking about is, again, it's the combination of these two things and what's really bugging the Fed right now. I mean, high inflation certainly is doing that, no question. What really is bugging them is the the low unemployment. In other words, the 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 unemployment uh, the employment economy is running too hot too, and so they've got to slow the economy down to get unemployment up a little bit, up to more normal levels because it's historically low. Not necessarily a good thing. And the problem is, the you know. People having jobs, of course, is a good thing. The problem is they're actually looking at, through demographics and stuff, that we're running out of workers. And the reason we're running out of people to go to work, and a lot of the reason is, one, is demographics. The folks 65 and plus that are aging out of the workforce, so to speak, are um, not going back, right? They're retiring, okay? In fact... The, the, the bulk of the labor force, those are the folks that are what they call the 24, 25 to 54-year-olds. That's your prime, <clears throat> that's your prime working, working age adults. And the highest levels of full employment at the pre-COVID peak was 80%. It was 80.5% 80, 80, 80%, actually. And <clears throat> right now, the, the number of uh, working adults in that age range, 25 to 54, is 80.3%. In other words, we're at the highest employment levels for the prime working age adults ever. And there just isn't hardly anybody else left. Where, where are these other folks going to come from? Notice there's more jobs available than people to do them. All right. So that is one of the th situations <clears throat> that the Fed is dealing with. Because the Fed has, they're either going to have to change their tune because the Fed has always thought that uh, a 4% unemployment rate is, is considered inflation neutral, okay? And <laughs> we're below that. So the labor market, is, it's not functioning smoothly but like it did before the pandemic, just like inflation is not. It's like this, the plane, the, the analogy, and I think even this article talks about it, is the plane's out of control, it's flying, and it's out of control, and the Fed needs to bring it in for an emergency landing because ain't nothing working right. You know what I'm saying? And that's what they're dealing with. Stuff's going off the charts, not working right. And another thing is the Fed wants housing prices to go down, back to the real estate point, because one of the reasons that the labor market is so tight is it's hard to find people, find people to, uh, to work good jobs Two reasons, the experienced workers are retiring due to demographics. We talked about that already. But also because of the high cost of housing, a lot of people are unwilling to move to the new job like they used to in the past, right? 
Now, I'm not saying, I'm not here saying these are good or bad things. What I want you to understand is this is what the Federal Reserve is looking at. They consider it a negative, and they consider a situation where people are not moving to jobs a bad thing because housing prices are too high, which is another reason the impetus the Fed has to, to cause real estate prices to reduce. And the best number one best way to reduce the price and value of real estate is increase interest rates. Because again, anyone who's borrowing money to buy a property, and the cost of borrowing goes up, that reduces the, the value of the property, okay? These are things, here's the big picture. These things that the Fed is looking at, whether it's inflation being at 40-year highs, unemployment rates, the unemployment market, the market running too hot, and them feeling like it needs to be, uh, we need to have a little bit higher unemployment than we do now. These are things that are not going to get fixed overnight. Even the Federal Reserve is talking about this. They're even stating now, even if and when they get these things stabilized, both sides of it, they're going to keep the interest rates where they're at for a while to make sure it doesn't revert back on them quickly. And the reason behind that, just so you know, is they're looking at what happened in the 1970s. So in the 1970s, we had causes similar to what we have now, although not self-inflicted, but certainly high energy prices, OPEC and all that, caused a major recession. And the Federal Reserve would, would raise interest rates to slow the economy down because inflation took off, right? And then as soon as things kind of settled down a little bit, if you look at the history of what the Fed did, they would start to lower the rates back down, and then inflation would flare itself up again. This went on and off, more or less, for nearly a decade. It started in the early 70s and really didn't get resolved till the end of the 70s when Paul Volcker, they finally just jacked the rates, the federal funds rate, to 20%. Okay? And that's what finally killed inflation off. The other thing that you need to understand to, know, to get an idea of what to expect, the consumer price index has been floating recently, last several months, around 85 to 9%. Even the Federal Reserve has stated to stave off inflation, to kill inflation, interest rates, or the prime rate at least, is going to have to be higher than inflation rates. Prime is normally about 2-3% about three points higher than the federal funds rate. So that means we need to see about a 6% federal funds rate to see a 9% prime. And they said it's got to be higher than that. So we probably got to see 9-10% prime, which means we need to see about a 7-7%, federal funds rate. Which, what is it? <laughs> Folks, that means it's going to almost double again. I don't want to be bearer of bad news. I don't want to be, you know, raining on anybody's parade. But what I do want to do is help you understand what the likely potential of what's going to happen is going to be. And you have to answer yourself, ask yourself a few questions. If indeed the Federal Reserve causes the prime interest rate to approach 10%, 
what will that do to your portfolio, to your asset allocation, to your investments, to your assets? Is that in the realm of possibility? And the answer is absolutely yes. And more and more is li likely looking to be in the realm of probability, not possibility, folks. Again, I'm just listening to what the Federal Reserve is telling us and watching their actions as they follow through with it. I know people want to be optimistic and say, hang in there, it'll get better and all this kind of stuff. But what if it takes two, three, five years? Or like we saw in the 1970s, God forbid, 10 years to take to get resolved. I certainly hope it doesn't take that long. But I do believe, based on what the Federal Reserve is saying and what they're doing and what we're dealing with and looking at economic history, that this could get a lot uglier before it gets better and could easily last a lot longer than most people are willing or willing to state or even realize. And if that's the case, what's your plan? What's your alternative? What's your diversification strategy? Are you just going to write it out and hang in there and hope it gets and wait for it to get better? I'm not going to say hope it gets better. I believe it'll get better at some point. My my point isn't is it going to get better? Sure. My point is how much worse is it going to get and how long will it take? And if you could take it had a way that you could take advantage of some of those opportunities when stock prices or real estate prices or whatever assets are hitting prices you haven't seen in years, literally. So you're looking at this and you're thinking, my gosh, I would love to own that asset at that price. But you're in a, not in a position to be able to take advantage of it because if you pull out of what you have, you'll lose too much. You, you hear what I'm trying to say? These things happen, folks. I've been in this business for 22, this is my 23rd year. This is my third rodeo. What I'm wanting to do here is try to help some people take advantage of the opportunities when they do come about. I don't think they're here yet, but I do believe they're coming. And will you be ready? Will you be prepared? Will you have access to funds that you can readily pull the trigger, have no negative consequences, taxes, penalties, or whatever, to access those funds and pull the trigger and take advantage of the opportunity when it happens. Your personal bank allows you to do that. And it's one of the only, and I mean one of the only assets that allow that, to give you that option and create positive arbitrage on top of it that looks like because of increasing interest rates and higher dividends going forward will only get better. So contact me, toll-free 866-268-4422 or yourpersonalbank.com for more information. Again, that's 866-268-4422. And the last thing I'll leave this with on today is as long as it's on our money, I'm going to continue to say, in God we trust. For more information on your personal bank, feel free to contact Ference at yourpersonalbank.com.
This show is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information. The presenter and guest on this program do not engage in legal, accounting, or tax advice. Professional advice regarding your situation should be sought if required. Products and writers may have limitations and may not be available in all states. Excessive unpaid loans may affect performance. Distributions may become taxable if not managed properly. Replacements may not be suitable for everyone. There may be charges when replacing coverage. Compare when considering a replacement. Dividend rates and bake line of credit rates may change. Contact yourpersonalbank.com for current rates. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.